Hey, everybody, and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I are doing a postmortem on Halloween. We have treats from America's top models, tricks from a board game, and a witch hunt for a couple of talking heads. It's a spooky, scary werewolf bar mitzvah. Hey. Hey. What's going on? Not much. We both look like Corinne Bailey Ray. Because <laughs> of our light situation here? Yeah, just sun splashed, carefree. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm putting my old records on. Yeah, why not? Let it spin. Just doing it. All right. I'm just doing it. I'm good. I'm just, I'm just burning doing the Neutron dance. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I love what? that song. I, mean, I listen to that song like two or three times a week on my way to work. It's a it's such a feel good song, but the, I like the other day I just sort of like stepped back and I'm like, what in the hell is I'm just burning <laughs> doing the neutron dance? Me, what does that doing even mean? The neutron dance. I'm just burning doing the neutron dance. I'm just burning. I don't understand. I'm so what happy. I'm just I mean, burning over and over again. Have you seen the I'm video? I'm so excited. I have to I have to revisit that because I don't even really remember do. The it's video. so good. It's like enormous billowing shoulder pads. Ooh, okay. Lady pumps with like tube socks. It's oh, man. It's really good. The pointer sisters that sounds amazing. Are the best. Best in the <laughs> business. Oh, uh, they really know how to put on a show, don't they? They they sure do. And did you know that they actually sang the um Do you remember that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine, eleven, twelve. From Sesame well. Street, they sang that. Well, you know, for for like twenty years, I thought that automatic that song they did was sung by a man, but that was just <laughs> Ruth Pointer's very deep, deep baritone, <laughs> right? On on the track, and she I didn't, I didn't realize that. I was like, broad, that's a woman. Broad range. Yeah. It just goes in the other direction. You know who's not doing the Neutron dance Who's anymore is Leah Remini. She's she... not doing the Neutron <laughs> dance. She's not dancing with Xenu. She has had enough. Mm-mm. And she went on 2020 to tell everybody about it. Yeah, she's like, I want to come back to Earth. Did you watch the interview? Oh, of course I did. So what did she have to say this time? Because I feel like she's been on this, like, Scientology's a sham Tour. Yeah, she's been on the tour. For a couple years. Yeah, she's been on the tour for about like three years now. Yeah. I mean, basically, it wasn't. She didn't really spill like the hottest cup of tea in the world. I mean, she did kind of go on this crusade to be like, okay, Tom Cruise is really way out there. Um, Newsflash: He's the reason for the downfall of Scientology. I mean, it was really interesting in the sense that, like, despite her leaving the religion and like criticizing like David Miscavige and and Tom Cruise like you still kind of get the idea that she appreciates what the religion did for her like so basically yeah. i feel like she would still be a scientologist had it not been for the politics of the, the church the politics of the church and you know obviously like the the crazy like labor abuses and like the you know the manipulation of parishioners and things like that like sure. so at its core she feels like it's still valuable as you know valuable as like a religion and you know sort of like life tool yada 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 but she's just not teaching tom cruise how to salsa dance anymore that was one of the that was one of the takeaways does she believe that she would have still been stacy carosi from safe by the bell the beach house seasons if not for if scientology she, she didn't mention anything about like getting any sort of you know ends or favor of being a scientologist because that's kind of like one of the things right like if you join scientology you'll be able to you know you know, make it as an actor or you'll right. get kind of like help because everyone in the industry is a Scientologist. She didn't, she didn't mention any of that. They, they basically presented Leah in a really, really positive light. And, you know, it was because of her outgoing personality uh, that she kind of, you know, that her career really took off and her, her impeccable comedic timing. Sure. It's what really got her. Got she her was all the real role. king of Queens. She was the, yeah, she was the king. <laughs> um, what what else was interesting in the 
the interview. Yeah, I really wonder what like what ground is there left to cover after going clear. Right. There wasn't really much ground. I mean, the only interesting things were well, apparently she had donated over two million dollars to all these different Scientology charities throughout her time in Scientology. And that's not even like including like all the money that she spent on all like, you know, the auditing sessions and the classes that she took. So you're talking about someone that probably spent like three or four million dollars just on Scientology classes. It's That's so insane. crazy. It's one thing to hear so like crazy. Jennifer Lopez or Tom Cruise spending that kind of money because they right. are rich. Leah right. Remini, I feel like conceivably we that, could be in the I same mean, tax bracket. I mean, that King of Queens money is not that long. Is it? Maybe it is that long. It I don't know. For a while. It was on for nine years. Exactly. Like uh, yeah. Molly and Mike and Molly. It's like Mike people, and Molly. People forget yeah. that uh, Melissa McCarthy's been on TV for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, that was an interesting thing, though. So apparently when Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes got married, they asked Leah to invite J-Lo and Mark Anthony. Um, and Leah was basically saying that was just a, a thinly veiled attempt to try to, you know, this was kind of them like wooing or trying to woo J-Lo and Mark Anthony into Scientology. Oh, that's interesting because I thought J-Lo was a Scientologist. No, she's not. She's just <laughs> by association. She is Because I know not. they're besties, which is something that always kind of tickled me. Best friend. I really love that. And when I found that out, I was like, oh, that's really cute. And that kind of makes J-Lo even cooler because I think Leah Remini is hilarious. And there were some really funny moments um, during the interview, of course, like she was talking about the fact that, you know, I guess in Scientology, you are supposed to have silent births and you're, uh, you're not supposed to t- take any type of drugs, I guess, during the delivery of the baby. And so uh, Leah was like, you know, when she was in labor, she was trying to do it for the church, like not meaning not taking any drugs. But then she said, when you feel a baby coming out of your vagina, it's time She's like, uh-uh, I, I needed to get the epidural. She was like, I got that epidural so quick. <laughs> and then she was like, if there was a rock, if there was a rock nearby, I would have hit hit myself on the head with it and knocked myself out. So, uh, yeah, so charming, so yeah, funny. Of course. But you know what? I was thinking, you know, with her and her friendship with JLo, they've never done any acting together. They've never done anything together. And then the light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, what is JLo doing, the shades of blue crap? Leah, Leah Remini needs to be involved in this. Like they she need to probably do a buddy. Will. I could see that. They need to do a, well, I, I was saying they should do like a buddy cop, Cagney and Lacey comedy reboot. There you go. Yeah. I would watch that. Because J-Lo I'm not, can I'm be funny. Really, yeah. That's what that Alice and Eve, what was that uh, Viola Davis, J-Lo movie <laughs> uh, we were talking about? Uh, oh, what was something in Eve? I forget. Leela and Eve. Leela and Eve, yeah, yeah, that's what Leela and Eve should have been. They should just do a, a a Cagney and Lacey for the big screen. Sure, it could be her, like the Heat. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, who knew Leah's mom was Penny Marshall? She kind of looks like Penny Marshall to me. As <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the blockbuster portion of the of the interview here. Are you sure it wasn't just Fred Armisen in tiny glasses? <laughs> It might have been. Who knows? So yeah, that 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 was how I spent my Friday evening listening to Leah. Uh, are, are you now? Are you interested in buying her book? No, Surviving Scientology Negative. in Hollywood. I'm good. Nope. Because I okay. feel like I'm writing that book myself. I'm surviving <laughs> Scientology living, every day. Just living in the ep- ep- epicenter of of Scientology. Actually, that's not true. Clearwater, Florida, is. A very uh, is a huge Scientology stronghold. That's like where their headquarters. Everything is. crazy in the universe originates in Florida, so that makes perfect sense. But you know, one of my favorite brunch spots here in LA is I feel like it's at Ground Zero at the Scientology dorm center that they have over there on Sunset Boulevard. Hmm. So I always have to look over my shoulder when I'm trying to get my cheese grits on. Right. Well, see, sometimes you have to make sacrifices for a good old crab Benedict. You know, you got to go on the front lines. There was something else about this whole thing that I wanted to mention. Um, Maybe Scientology came and wiped your notes. They just, they, they really have people on top of it though, because I feel like in the comment section of, if you go like online with a lot of her interviews, like the commenters, like you just know that there are some people that are in the church and they're like, 
this woman is pathetic. She's stupid and she stinks. <laughs> so you know, I'm like, wow, they're not impartial by any means, you know. Um, they did mention the fact that they, they kind of glossed over it really quickly. But, you know, Leah left that show to talk because she was having some sort of uh, sort of personality clashes with other she panelists. Left or she was asked the, to leave. Or she was asked to leave. Um, and they kind of quickly glossed over that. But I was like, who do you think she didn't gel with on that show? Who was it that she kind of like butted heads with? And I can I only imagine who that the was, original lineup was. It was Leah Remini, Sharon Osbourne, Holly Robinson, Pete, um, Julie Chen, and then Darlene from and Darlene. Huh. Okay. Well, it wasn't Holly Robinson, Pete, because they asked her to get out of there too. Right. They they kind of left in a sort of Thelma and Louise blaze of glory together. So it must have been Sharon Osbourne. It must have been Sharon or um, Chenbot. Yeah. Is it even doing any any good in the ratings still? I, I don't know. I think it's been beating The View for like the last year or so. Really? Okay. Yeah. I would watch a Leah Remini talk show. I mean, give me a Leah Remini talk show or buddy comedy with J-Lo. I'm there for it. You're there for a Leah Remini anything. Do you watch her reality series? She's got one, right? Oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, her dismissal from the talk, it seems like people are trying to get rid of Raven Simone. From The View. Really? Yeah, there are a couple of petitions going around. I know that you, we wanted to talk about Don Lemon, too. Like, these Change.org petitions are no joke. People people are mad as hell, and they're not going to take it anymore. And they're taking it to Change.org to get these people kicked off of Which the airwaves. Which seems like a misuse of resources. Is this really the yeah. movement that you want to you wanna petition on your .org? Right. Aren't there other things that you can petition that are have like more that are more pertinent and important in the world? Well, apparently they're not. Don Lemon is a, a horrible representation of, of black people, and they want him off the airwaves. They want him kicked off CNN, and they want um, Raven Simone kicked off as, in separate petitions, uh, kicked off of the View for her like self hating, um, ignorant viewpoints that she has day in and day out. Now, I, I feel like. This will only result in them getting a, a talk show together or something like that because it will still be ratings gold because they're both kind of lightning rods in, in terms of like their opinions and the way they state them and their all their gaffes and missteps. That's true. It, it's like ratings gold because people you know, kind of are, are stuck and, and I want to watch that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can't you know? lie. I would watch that. If they got a talk show together, like some buddy comedy like we were just talking about, I would watch that mm-hmm. with their wrong-headedness. Right, and be, it'd be called, What Do You Know? <laughs> with Raven and Don. It'd just be trolling. Actually, it'd be called, My Mama Always Said <sighs> by Raven and Don. Because I feel like both of them always have, like, you know. These folksy aphorisms. My Mama Anecdotes. It's so frustrating, though, because I just want to give Don a chance and the benefit of the doubt. But every like it's like every other day, there's something that comes out of his mouth and you just like you're like, you know, it's like Don, damn it, Don, damn it. And I feel like he started with so much promise, but he's he's not working out. He's not doing it. But, you know, here's the problem. Don has an extreme case of. The Jan Brady's, meaning that <laughs> I think that it's really a, you know, Anderson Cooper, Marsha Brady world. And, you know, Don is just kind of like his arms crossed and just being is like Marsha, 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 because mm. he kind of wants the same kind of shine that Anderson has. But it's just not he's always playing second fiddle to Anderson. You know, Anderson, you know, was the I actually I think it was Don was actually the first CNN anchor to come out as gay. But there wasn't much fanfare. And then when like It only seemed like Anderson came out because he was always hanging out with Kathy Griffin. Right. But then when Anderson finally came out, it was an even bigger deal. And you know, so I feel like Don is a little bit jealous of Anderson's success and his popularity. It, It feels as if like Don is just even kind of purposely trying to, you know, be as outrageous as possible just to kind of make a name for himself and, and, and to keep, like, some of the attention on him any way he can. Who knows? Maybe he'll have a, a, a decades-long career like Geraldo Rivera. 
Because he's another Looney Tunes one. Going down that, that path, though, yeah. right? I, yeah, I feel like that's the way he's going. But And, and you're right. I think he ha- is trying to like keep up with Anderson Cooper because you know Anderson gets to co-host live with Kelly and Michael every so often. Like People love him. Mm-hmm. He's beloved. And uh, Don gets to go on Wendy Williams every couple of weeks. Uh, maybe he should team up with Raven Simone. And Raven Simone can be his Kathy Griffin, and maybe he can host like New Year's on BET or something like that. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Raven wow, Simone can be his be Andy Cullen. Right. They can go on an Instagram tour. Oh man. Hopefully something turns. I, I hope. I hope it turns around for those two. They just. They both just need to read read a book. Just get informed. That's it. And just think think before you say something. Think twice. Just think. What would your mama say? Think twice. What would your mama say? That's. <sighs> I have no hopes, oh, positive God. or negative, for either of them. Yeah, I'm still going to watch and just sort of, you know. <laughs> Arms crossed from the sidelines. Yeah, and just grit my teeth. <laughs> what else do we have happening? Uh, did you do anything Halloween fun? Um, I did. We went out and, you know, went to... Uh, a Halloween party. Uh, we really didn't have mm, a costume per se. So we ended up just getting some face paint and, you know, kind of doing a uh, Dia de los Muertos theme. Mm-hmm. So um, just kind of painting my face like a, like a sugar skull or a skeleton. But, you know, like halfway through that process, I mean, you got, I give every woman and drag queen and person who, puts on makeup, you know, daily props because it was a two hour process. And there was one point where I was like looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do dead presidents. You know, like, <laughs> I, was like I can't do anymore. Ah, I'll just be the Lorenz Tate. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we did. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. Hmm. What about you? Um, I actually did end up going out. We all know Halloween is not my favorite holiday, but I participated. And you ended up dressing up as... I did um, not dress up. I went into, like, uh, Ground Zero for um, Halloween in this town, which is West Hollywood. Like, two of the biggest events in West Hollywood every year are Pride, Los Angeles Pride, um, Mm -hmm. where they do that big, huge parade. And Halloween, where it's this whole, like, neighborhood-wide block party... Uh, and it's madness and it's an excuse for everyone to, to dress up in their like sexy this and you're naked that. Um, so right. everyone's in the street, but also a lot of like babies and strollers being pushed through. It's like jock straps and glitter, baby like Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that's a, a stroller. That is just an inappropriate mashup right there. So I went and I brought a hoodie, fully prepared to tell people I was Trayvon Martin. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I ended up going with another friend of mine who didn't dress up. It's another, like, mm-hmm. six-foot-four giant um, white guy. And so I was like, mm-hmm. we're just going to be twins. We'll tell people we're twins. We'll stay together, and that'll be it. Right. Um, so that was our, our, like, Halloween setup. Any outstanding costumes in the mix? Yeah, actually. Uh, our friends Jason and Todd went as a Guilty Remnants from The Leftovers, which was a big hit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cool. dressed all in white. They had little notepads. They didn't speak. They just wrote down, like, <laughs> shady, the world is ending, and uh, save your breath, it doesn't matter notes to people. And they probably got the most attention uh, from oh. everybody when we went out. People were like, yes, The Leftovers. Um, the best costume i saw was just some person who didn't dress up they just had like an oversized uh cardboard cutout of drake's face uh-huh. <laughs> put over that it was like a little person too with a giant so it was just like drake a, it was like a big old drake head and just two little feet at and the two bottom. little feet yeah it was like drake's giant cheese and mug and it was my favorite oh man that's a good one that that's was a good, good one. one well you know we finally found out what the heck heidi klum was dressing up and preparing for after I, you know, uh, okay. all this press about it. And I had a guess. What oh, so it? you don't know yet. Okay, I don't know so you yet. Haven't so this is new okay, information. So, okay. What is your guess? My so guess- you remember that she was basically like, they were, they were, you know, throughout the, the week they were doing like teaser photos of what she was going to be. Yeah. And I you saw knew they were that, welding like, on a booty for her. They were welding a booty on, you know, um, epoxying like boot, like big, big boobs on her. And people were like, oh, boy, who's she going to be? Like, is she going to be Kim Kardashian or like, you know, that was my guess. Um, I thought she was trying to break the Internet. 
Oh, okay. So you thought she was going, uh, yeah, was not Kim Kardashian, luckily. And it, here's the thing, like, I, I think it's always a really, really bad idea for a celebrity to dress up like a, like a reality, like a reality star. That's just like taking your shine down like two notches because, and it like, it just boosts Kim up, right? It's like, well, you know, if right. they're famous enough to dress up as, then they, they truly made it. But luckily, Heidi did not go down that road. She was actually Jessica Rabbit. Oh, um, wow. And she pulled it off. That's crazy. She kind of looks like Amanda Lepore in the face. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But yeah, when they were staple finish. gunning, when they were staple gunning that booty up on her, I was like, uh-oh, this is, she's going, she's going to be Kim Kardashian. She's run out of ideas. It's over. It's a wrap. But uh, she surprised us all. Huh, well done. Well done. She, I mean, she is committed. Why she's does committed she love Halloween so much? I don't know. Wait, Heidi Klum is German, correct? Yes. Is Halloween like big in Germany? I don't know. I'm impressed. I can't. I can't stop staring at this. Any other? I think that <clears throat> for me, again, she she wins. You know, she wins the ho- the celebrity Halloween costume competition. Um, yeah. But are there any uh, notable runner ups? Your- yeah. There's an, a, a notable supermodel runner-up that is equally mesmerizing to me, and that was Tyra Banks as Richard <sighs> Branson. Like, what? What? It doesn't like, make oh, sense, but it's funny it to me. And in this side-by-side so side that she posted on her Instagram, she's smizing with this, like, this golden uh, feathered-out wig and this goatee. And, and that was really sort of the motivation for her dressing up like him, like... I know that, like, in uh, the captions of the Instagram, she was, like, dressed up as Richard Branson, my business hero. It's like, no, Tyra, it was not the fact that he's, like, your business role model. She just likes the feathery, blonde, banged-out wig right? that she's rocking. Right. I also love this other shot of her, like, leaning in the door frame, like, in the door jam. She's wearing a black blazer with a hand in her pocket with her legs uh-huh. crossed. Oh, man. It's really it's so funny. Weird. Yeah. yeah, really weird. That is just so strange, so random. Like that, I think so that takes random. the cake for the most random uh, <laughs> costume, celebrity costume I think I've ever seen. <laughs> but this, I'm sorry. You know, I'm looking at it now and I can't stop laughing. It is a good one. It's just so random, so weird. But you know what? And you know what? Thankfully, she didn't do white face. Thank God. Yes. And let this be a lesson to everybody. And that you can dress up across color lines without having to do white face or black face. Right. Like, please, no one, don't, don't do it. Just please don't, don't change the color of your skin in order to, you know, make a costume more believable. It's never going to go over well for you. Uh, what were some of your favorite ones? Um, well, I uh, I enjoyed Beyonce's Storm. Um, Beyonce's Storm was so good. That was really good. Yeah. And another another again another good wig opportunity. Perfect platinum lace uh, front with a widow's peak. Great. Halle Berry and the costume department of X Men, please take note. Yeah, that's how you do storm hair. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Beyonce's. Um, who else was really good? Um, also, I, I just uh, another Beyonce point before we move on is that mm-hmm. I love that. Like, I guess she she put this costume on. It was for Ciara's birthday party, which I think was weird. Ciara's birthday mm-hmm. party that they were having on the Warner lot, and I love that. Like at the home of DC Comics super horror, superhero movie universe, Beyonce shows up representing Marvel hard and. Just mm-hmm. completely pulls focus from Sierra. I haven't seen a single right. Sierra picture. Um, I didn't even about think Beyonce. about that, but like, if you're if you really are going to make that sort of like analogy, it's like <sighs> Beyonce is the marble to Sierra's DC when it comes to that's just true. sort of business success. Damn it! Damn it! I hope no one else. That's right. She is that. the Avengers to Sierra's canceled Wonder Woman series. Oh, damn. I'm glad Lena Dunham didn't go as an abortion doctor. because Oh, what? Was she, was she like, like yeah. threatening to do that? Yeah, she posted something on her Instagram. She said she was going to go as an abortion, uh, like a Planned Parenthood abortion doctor this year. And I just was like, I'm tired of Lena Dunham <sighs> trolling us. She's like, She's always I quit t- Twitter because of all us. the negativity. It was too much and all the backlash. But it's like, stop trolling everybody deliberately provoking us and then crying foul when people come for you on the internet 
I, I guess also, oh, well, you know, I guess the entire cast of the t- Today Show uh, dressed up like the ca- cast of Peanuts. Mm-hmm. But their costume looks so weird. I mean, Al Roker, I think uh, he was supposed was he to be football? Charlie Brown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't. It, the execution left you kind of <sighs> cringing. It, it it wasn't it wasn't the, the their their that crowning costume. That has been costume. sort of the theme of the Today Show ever since they kicked off Ann Curry. Well, that's the curse just of Ann like, Curry. She, where is Ann Curry, by the way? Well, that's what I want to know. You know, Ann got the raw, raw deal. She sure did. And then she got snuffed what out. Is she doing? I think that, like, they have her, like, in a holding deal for, because I feel like they, she had to sign some sort of, like, non-compete, yeah, but you know, contract. Didn't she get fired, like, five <laughs> years ago? I still think that she's like, kind sorry, of Ann Curry, in, you uh, can't go to CNN, like MSNBC, limbo or something. you can't go to Twitter, you can't go to Snapchat, you can't have an Instagram. She Nothing can't. She her. can't have anything. Maybe she should join our podcast. <laughs> okay, so I just sent you a photo of. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm talking about. Do you oh, see Al? Oh no! Wow. Why he looks ears? like Tootsie Roll Shrek. <laughs> oh, he does look like Tootsie Roll Shrek. Why did they? Damn do it, that man! I mean, oh. the ears. Like, what happened? Wow. This is NBC, what right? Happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. How is it they can get the costumes so right on SNL, but then we get this nonsense? And then we get this. I mean, what is even happening? Like, why the ears? What's the squiggles? It's just a, it's a nightmare. It's Al Roker a nightmare. is kind of the punching bag of the Today Show. He's like the new Ann Curry. They just Damn make it. him do everything, and he just gladly accepts with a smile. Poor Al. They're like, hey, Poor Al, remember Al. that time you pooped your pants after your fat surgery? He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're still talking about that, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, great. Yeah, so they, they, yeah, that was kind of a costume fail. Unfortunately, I think Wendy Williams' uh, staff also dressed up like the cast of Peanuts, or at least I saw Wendy dressed up as, as what's Lucy, her name? Right? As Lucy, so you'd think that they would send, like, memos out to all, like, the, the different, like, hosts of all these different shows and be like, okay, well, we're going to dress up like so-and-so, so don't dress up, so, you know. Yeah, I don't like this, and I kind of get the impression that maybe they all got checks to promote the movie. I think out. that's what it is. Yeah. Isn't, there is a Peanuts movie coming out, because I'm like, who would pick the Peanuts? Like, I don't know. They, yeah, they're not exactly, know. they're not the most interesting costumes. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh well nice try you guys nice try one of the most interesting costumes i saw which isn't even a costume it's just sort of an observation is this this meme the side-by-side meme of future and meryl streep making its way around the internet where they look like twins they are they have uncanny resemblances to each other it's it's crazy yeah it's like they could do a face swap they have like the same bone structure the same sort of like down pointed nose the same the same flowing locks the same flowing locks, yeah. They really, I mean, that, you know what? Meryl Streep should just play Future in a Future biopic. If only Future was big enough to, to, to warrant a, a, a biopic right now, Meryl would be the one to play yeah. Future. I think either Meryl Streep needs to release a mixtape or Future needs to do a Nancy Myers movie. <laughs> like, I don't care which happens, but they need to get started. But it's got to happen soon, and we need some crossover. Yeah, we need that crossover like right now. Well, speaking of other um, films in the pipeline, did you read that story about uh, Michelle Rodriguez has signed up um, to play an assassin in this um, this gender reassignment revenge thriller? Did you read about that? Um, I saw that it was happening. Read about it. I think is maybe an overstatement. <laughs> I can't say that I got that involved in this story, but I did see that it was coming. Did you happen to glance the headlines? Yeah, just for a moment. Just long enough to pause and question this decision for her. Because it's been a minute since she's like she's top line something. She hasn't been the star in the movie in a movie in a while. Yeah, I mean, well, she has had, you know, sort of relative success uh coming back onto the scene with the last like seven fast and furious movies. Cause has, I think that she was in all of those, right? 
she was in most of them. I think she was absent maybe for the same ones like Vin Diesel was absent for. Him. She was, she, okay. I don't think she was in Tokyo Drift and maybe one other, but she's been in so most she, of them. Okay. So she wasn't like uh, in the passenger seat of that Bow Wow vehicle. No, she might have been in the trunk. She might have gotten shipped off to Japan and kept her <laughs> in, the, in the back of a, a Supra. Um, <laughs> But no, she she's she's been in those. She's actually strangely turned up in like some of the biggest movies in the the patch. Like she was in Avatar. She ends up in these giant movies in peripheral roles. So I hope that her yeah. checks have been nice. I hope that they have been nice. I know that I'm... I hope so. I hope that she's saving up her money because I you know with her it it seems like there's like she's just one false step away from complete obscurity. But then she like teeters back onto the scene and like it's like all right she's okay but. I don't know. This this Peters, this next sure. movie might might spell disaster. I mean, I don't understand why they would think this is a good idea, but apparently, according to the Hollywood Reporter, um, she's going to star in this movie called Tomboy, a Revengers tale, and it's apparently a gender swapping action movie. And Sigourney Weaver is also going to be in the movie, and she's playing like this this crazy uh surgeon that turns the protagonist from a man into a woman and i guess apparently michelle will play this role Hmm. i mean this just this has like horrible idea written all over it's this sort of like it sounds like it's going to be some sort of like transploitation film you know like this is this just this this spells inappropriate bad idea don't do it all yeah. over the place i'm i'm not crazy about it i mean she's got the jawline for it but i mean it's just it just seems so you know sensational and just tone deaf to me like who would think it does seem tone why deaf. is sigourney weaver signed on to this sigourney weaver that is the people. one thing that makes me feel like i will give this a chance because i i show up for sigourney weaver i like her but this none of the rest of this makes sense yeah, I mean, but the whole idea, like, you know, exacting revenge on someone by changing them from a man to a woman, it just, I mean, just like the, the like the, the, the implications of it, it just, yeah, it, it sounds like a, a bad, a bad move. And it sounds like an Almodovar movie. Do you think that, oh my goodness, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just seems like it's, I don't think it's going to be received very well. And, Anyway, apparently uh, Glad is, is, you know... Already mad. Uh, already mad about it and saying that it's a, um, the gender reassignment surgery um, is, is a sensationalistic plot device. So, yes. yeah, we'll see where this goes. I don't know if this is going to actually make it to the big screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of sensationalistic plot devices, did you see what the game was up to this week? Oh boy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay, it was it was Eggplant it. Friday. Yeah. For the game. I didn't realize that you could pull those kind of stunts on Instagram. Now, what was the point of him posting this photo? I it was think just because he, he was, was trying to break himself? the internet with a bathroom selfie. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to let everyone know what he was working with. It was his feel good Friday. <laughs> And, and how did you feel about his Feel Good Friday photo? You know what? It was very, very revealing for me. Um, and I will say, the I don't think that I've focused on the same things that everyone else focused on. Here are the things that stood out to me about this uh-huh. uh, bathroom selfie. Uh-huh. Um, number one, he's working with some children's underwear. Some, like, Superman red and blue spanks. He got some under... Yeah, he did have some underoos. Yeah, that was, it's that like was a weirdly that. high, like, a control control top situation. But I don't know, maybe those are, like, his workout spanks. Who can say? Yeah. Also, he's working yeah. with Grandma's towel set. I was just going to say, the towel set was from, like, Aunt Irma's old linen closet. Yeah, old lady betasseled. It's like, there's an old Aztec lady, print like, on there. Yeah, there's like Greek key print happening from, you know, Iman's like Nubian bath collection. <laughs> now, the most interesting thing here to me um, was mm-hmm. his tattoo situation. He, well, what's wrong with the tattoo? He has an elaborate 
like graffiti filled tattooed body it's like lots of stars there's a huge pot leaf over his belly button but like there's also barack yes barack dead center right smack between his nipples below the bra line is a like Mm -hmm. a detailed portrait of her 44th president of the united states it's a full-on headshot like set against a full color action graphic of the stars and stripes blowing in the background yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on in this photo and if you haven't seen it Go and check it out. You go treat yourself. It's it's perplexing. It it yeah. <sighs> anyway, Channing Tatum and Beyonce are going to be on uh, the lip sync battle. They're going to face off so, the lip sync battle. I, yeah, I saw that headline. Why? That's 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 all I want to know. Why? 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 That's, yeah. It seems like awfully low rent for Beyonce to go on like a fringe cable channel fake singing competition show. And why would she go against Channing Tatum? Well, people love Channing why? Tatum. But they have, like, no association with each other, do they? Mm. Why? <laughs> I mean, that's all. Like, I'm just going to keep saying it until I get a good answer. Why? <laughs> why? No, I, I really don't get it. So she's going to do this. I mean, I guess she's she's got to be friends. Who who are the executive producers on this show? Maybe she's just kind of throwing them a bone or something. And the and whole it, operation is so random. I think um, it's like a sweeps week sort of situation, you know? Yeah, I mean, the show itself is based on like that Tonight Show segment on the Jimmy Fallon thing that he does. It's produced by John Krasinski, random. Hosted by LL Cool J and Tr- Chrissy Teigen, random. Yeah, it, it's honestly the real life version of what up with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true it is it, it's, it's it's going down that road right i hope that's what she performs i hope so too and i hope i hope that she dresses up like keenan from that from that sketch Ooh, yeah with a fat suit and a jerry curl lace front fat suit and jerry curl lace front perfect uh, personally i think she should steer clear of anything lip sync related like don't show us those cards don't come out and show everybody how good you are at lip syncing because you'll never get credit for being like a great live vocalist again a good singer. and you've already that's had right. that scandal don't go down that road. Yeah. Remember the inauguration? Like, just don't do it. Speaking of Jimmy Fallon, did you uh, hear that he's going to have his own ride at Universal Studios? Mm. What kind of ride will this be? Well, it's I don't know. I think it's going to be like a like a, a horror ride or like a thrill <laughs> ride. I mean, given his you know his string of recent accidents and things like that Horror. that's what i was wondering he's like, living like it, final destination it's called race through new york starring jimmy fallon oh is it based and on it's taxi be, oh gosh you think uh, queen latifah is going to be in it too i hope so i think he's already kind of the voice of universal of the theme park oh really yeah he's like the uh that automated voice that guides you around and sort of explains different exhibits to you if you're on like a tour uh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is fitting that he gets his own ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, just buckle your seatbelts. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, and if it's based hands, on taxi, I'm going to go. Keep your hands. But that's the thing. I was going to say, keep your hands in the vehicle. What's it called? His, that, that first injury, injury he had with his ring finger. It's like a ring avulsion. I still, number yeah. one, have not placed that into my Google search engine because I, I am deathly afraid of the results that will come up. I, I heard it's really gross. It's horrifying. Um, I've done it before. I, I just did that. it right now, and it's oh, I'm not. Like I'm, I will never look that up. I'm like, I'm not going to go there. Not gonna that kind of it. thing makes me definitely afraid of rings, right? In general, yeah. So I don't want. I don't. But I, there's got to be more to the story, right? He was like in his kitchen. He said, and then he tripped and he fell. No, not even that. He got it caught on like the corner of a drawer. Something, something. Easy. But you had to fall. Like he had to yeah, like fall. Right? You know, force. it's not like you just sort of like breeze through and like you've got it caught on your like armoire or something he like you know was like busting a move or something and then he you know got caught up and tripped up and then his his finger was like left attached to the kitchen table or something. oh gross yeah it's mm. so bad um and even when his finger is healed i don't want to see it i think you should always yeah, wear see- like a white glove i mean it, Just it honestly it's been like how Michael many Jackson. how many months has it been because he still has like a little uh, band aid bandage situation on his finger. Yeah, finger he does. Now. He had that I'm big, sure. like, um, gauzy wrap 
like giant white gauzy wrap he had on there for a long time. And then uh, it came off a few weeks ago. And I remember he did one episode of the tonight show. I caught it mm-hmm. where he didn't, it didn't look like he had anything on his finger and it looked really mangled and like misformed. And that's why I, I think, think they put that bandaid cover on there because nobody wants to look at that. No, I, I don't think that finger's ever going to be the same because I, I, I bet you it's kind of like a, a zombified dried up piece of piece of skin now. Like it's, it's not even like a, a real functional finger anymore, but just because he's got to be on late night television, they're trying to keep up the appearance that it, like, you know, right that it, it's it's a, a real live, you know, functional finger, but I don't think there's any hope of it returning to its old I know, don't think so. Ring finger like, Jimmy, maybe you can just be right-handed now and maybe while we're filming you can sit on your left hand and not let anybody see that. Right, like no one wants to see that. Jimmy, wear <laughs> this boxing glove. Well, anyway. So that was the gory spooky spooky segment of our yeah, so. of our podcast of our Halloween podcast. Just everybody take that with you. Take some candy mm-hmm. corn. Here's a monster mash CD. And mm-hmm. here's some visions of death. Speaking of Halloween candy, what's your favorite Halloween candy to get? Mm-hmm. You know, I always got to go to a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. That's the best yeah, that's one. Good. It's so well dressed, um, and it's delicious. And that to me is it like is. it's a perfect all year around candy, not just Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love throwing those bad boys like the minis into the freezer. Oh, mm. that is a treat. Have you not Have you not done that before? <laughs> no, I like them room temperature. Oh, you like them? Well, yeah. you should try them in the freezer. You all right, pop them in your mouth. I will. Good. Those are a good time. Good to go. I think for me, I think for me, you know, if you got a Snickers bar in there, Snickers bar. Is is um is, is is I think is my pick for sure. Yeah, there's certain like all the top tier candies. Like I don't want to see a crackle. I don't want to see a crunch. I never want a crackle. No, and you know what? When you get those like the Her- the Hershey's medley bag, mm-hmm. the crackle was always the last one. And also like the super, super dark, bitter Hershey's, Hershey's chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, that's not for me. Um Mm-mm. I'll get down on a like a Mr. Good bar, fine, but that crackle okay. will stay in there. Right, that crackle is not leaving that bad. Mm-mm. There's got to be some sort of like Pinterest or BuzzFeed, you know, uh, article and what you can do with all the leftover crackles. I'm sure you can like melt it down and make it some sort of like sauce or dessert or like something. A fondue. Because, because I yeah, some sort of fondue or something. Because no one ever wants to just eat those on their on the on the you know by their lonesome yeah no gotta be something else that's why they have to package them. them in those little medley mixes they should mm-hmm. all just get shipped back to the factory right can, can, can you really buy crackle outside of that medley bag do they sell them you, you know a la carte no they don't why do they can't they introduce a different chocolate to go in that medley bag like more delicious <laughs> it should be called more delicious something more deli- more delicious <laughs> more delicious <laughs> uh-huh can sell it with a uh, gabby union's Nilla pudding wine. Mm. <laughs> and that can be your like your Thanksgiving aperitif. Your amuse bouche. Right. Maybe they can do a little bit more like upmarket and do like, you know, more like artisanal chocolates, like like, you know, one of those like bacon jalapeno chocolates or a something like that. Bacon jalapeno crackle. Mm. <laughs> that would revitalize go. it. They that's that that will do it. You know they what? Need to, there should be like you know, a luxury brand, sort of like Hershey's has Symphony. They should do that mm-hmm. with Crackle. I, I would. They should do that with Crackle. I would. I might get that. down on that. Yeah, a bacon jalapeno Crackle bar. Yeah, they should do like they did with the Lay's potato chips. Hold a contest where people submit flavor ideas. Mm-hmm. Different. Yeah, and that's our submission. You yeah. got it. We'll we, start. We wouldn't have to do this podcast anymore. Mm-mm. <laughs> we got that that uh, bacon jalapeno Crackle money. That's right. Can't stop us. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm-mm. Have a no, crackle. No. Happy Halloween. But apparently bacon gives you butt cancer now, so we got to be careful on that. That is true. That was probably so, the brakes. saddest news of the week. <sighs> I just ate a piece of bacon right now. Well, congratulations. You gave yourself cancer, oh, according to the it. World Health Organization. So that's what they're saying? It, it can basically give you cancer of the bowels? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't know if they put that... Uh, quite that fine a point on it, but they did mm-hmm. say like bacon and hot dogs, sausages, and all sort of processed meats are now sort of in the same category in terms of cancer risk as tobacco smoking. What? Yeah. Wait, 
is there nothing like we can have that's good in the world? Can't I just enjoy some bacon? No, what you are can't. We gonna do? I mean, you can at your own risk, I guess. So now I'm gonna have to have like to- tofu bacon. Is that it? You need to get your morning star on. That's just so ridiculous. Or you should take up smoking again. Damn it! That's well, what it is because what does it matter? What does it matter? Just have a bacon wrapped cigarette. I mean, ultimately, everything in the right amount causes cancer. Right. So this exactly. isn't really surprising news. If you're if you're lucky enough to live long enough, you get cancer. That's, right, right. That's how it works. <sighs> anyway, good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to What do we want to talk about next? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Um, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. What about Halle Berry? Can't catch a break. Why? What's going on now? Well, she's getting divorced again. It's like her favorite thing. Oh, First man, extant Hallie. was canceled. Now her marriage is over. It's like, I'm canceling the show. I'm canceling the marriage. Yeah. Just So she and Olivier Martinez are donezo, huh? Circling the drain again. <sighs> yeah. But, I mean, is anyone well, surprised? I guess. After her last divorce, she did that whole press tour where she's like, you know what? Marriage isn't for me. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. And then, surprise, surprise, she gets married again. Right. I don't think we're surprised. The question to me is why? Why do we think Halle Berry continues to get divorced? I don't know. I I think it's just hard out there for a gal, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what to say. Relationships are hard for Oscar winners. Just look at Sandy Bullock. Exactly. That's there's a lot there's a lot going on there. Well, maybe now she can at least focus on her her acting career again. I don't know. These these last couple of years have not been an easy road for Miss Barry in no. terms of her her acting roles. But didn't she meet Olivier on a movie? Yeah, on the set of I feel uh, like it was like Dark Tide. Okay, wasn't that like some weird like shark thriller or something? Yeah, it was the deepest bluest. I had to say yeah. sharks fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was some forgettable Halle Berry movie. But I guess the whole reason is, or what they're saying is that he felt emasculated by her success, mm-hmm. which is a little bit like head scratching. Yeah, I mean, because you know what you were getting into. It's not like he was a like huge star when they got together and like the game changed and then she like she was Halle Berry like he knew like she was a star like right. this it then it, it was a surprise for him I don't I don't know yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she's better off yeah. <laughs> she's better off no but who who would be a good match maybe we should match make for Halle like who would be a good oh. match for Halle Berry that's a good question hmm. right yeah I think I just get the impression that she uh, I guess the rumor for the both of them is that they are sort of like short tempered and wild. Okay. So I, I definitely get that impression from her. I think she would need someone extremely grounded and boring. I think she needs like an older gentleman. Yeah. She needs like a Salma Hayek situation. Yeah. Yeah. But should it be like an actor or? I don't think it should be an actor. I don't think it should be okay. someone who competes in her lane. It should be someone who mm. has big success in a separate field. Richard yeah. Branson. <laughs> there you go. That's Richard Branson. Yeah. Should it just be Tyra as Richard Branson? <laughs> I actually think that would work. Yeah, I think that would work. And I Tyra think Tyra single. would be game. Yeah. Yeah, Tyra single. And Tyra she loves a some- stunt. She yeah, she that. loves a stunt. Well, you, apparently she needs a stunt for that that talk show, The Fab Life. It's not getting very good ratings, apparently. Yeah, I didn't even know it was on. What channel is it on? I think it's on ABC. I think it's syndicated on ABC. Yeah. But she might want to rethink the cancellation of uh, Top Model, because I don't know if Fab Life is going to come back for, uh, for a second life. Right. How is she going to dress up undercover? Right. I mean, how, I don't, how is she going to do that? Yeah, remember when she would dress up on the talk, like on the Tyra Banks show, and she, and she would go undercover, undercover as like a homeless person. But the fact of the matter is, everyone knew it was Tyra Banks. Of course, like she thought she was she was pulling the wool over people's eyes, and like everyone was just like, "I know it's you, Tyra." Like there was one <laughs> where she dressed up in a fat suit, and she was like, "Look, I'm I'm a fat lady," and she walked around, and then like 
for like the at the end of the show when the big reveal happened, she's like, Hey y'all, it's me, Tyra. <laughs> and like audience. everyone like 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 the camera panned to like the people and like they were just like We know. We know. We, we knew from know. the beginning. She needs some kind of vehicle to continue her her costume antics. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know. Hallie's maybe, gonna maybe. need some kind of vehicle now. I mean, where she? You know, the most interesting thing to me about this split is that she, I guess Halle Berry originally filed for divorce under an alias. Like she filed yes. her divorce papers under a fake name. She was like uh, Halia Marie or something like that. Yeah, it's like her extant character. Yeah, like, Why would like? She how do that? is that going to even like hold like any merit in 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 court? Like you actually have to. Use your real names. Like, what? Right. And she's like, um, I will, here, I'll just be Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Aurora Storm. Monroe. Files oh, for Aurora divorce. Monroe. And whatever, right, like, Olivier right. Martinez's most notable role was. Which I, don't even, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie, honestly. Apparently, she's starred in six films in a network TV series since they've been together. And he has had guest roles on four TV shows. Maybe she should do like a bachelorette show. Like Halle Berry should be the bachelorette. It's kind of but I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah, she should be the bachelorette. Huh. Yeah. But instead of like instead of like giving a rose she, or what would her tagline be? Like make me feel good. <laughs> oh my goodness. It would just um, she would just do the monster ball make me feel good? No. Oh god, don't do that. Don't do that. You know what though? Don't I think that, she Halle Berry needs a big like glossy, high-profile romantic comedy. To she does. Like, it just seems like back into she's just her mired. Career. She's just kind of like mired in sort of this sort of like tragic role lately. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. you don't think of like Halle Berry as fun. It's always like struggle. Yeah, I think I think that would be a perfect pivot for her at this point. She should be in like some high profile looking for love, glossy, like big studio romantic comedy. I'm not talking like a CBS films, Jennifer Lopez deal that she's getting now. I don't want to see her in the backup plan or anything. I want like a big she I want her to get the Reese Witherspoon treatment. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely needs that. I want the Hallie from Boomerang when she had the little bowl yes. cut tootie. She was an artist. She had overalls on, and she was cute and fun. Yeah. And she was the foil to that evil Robin Gibbons character. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah, they should do a, a, a spinoff, a Boomerang spinoff. I mean, they pulled it boomerang. off with... Um... Boomerang, boomerang, back at you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> they pulled this actually, off with the best you know man. No, that it, would be perfect. It, doesn't have, it could be like, it could actually just be a, like a... A ser- like a a sequel series on Netflix. Mm. There you go. Like a Grace and Frankie, or like a Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not that. Maybe, maybe just let's let's just let's just stay on the movie movie just route. Give let's her keep one it on movie. the movie route. Yeah. yeah, just give her one. I don't want to overburden yeah, her. With a boomerang spinoff and let her star in it. And you know, she and Eddie have like. Well, again, like she and Eddie divorce in, in the movie, and this is like her looking for love again. Right. Perfect. And then in the end, but then in the end, she and Eddie can get back together because Eddie needs a little bit of a, a a a movie boost too. He hasn't he hasn't been doing so hot either. No, he hasn't. He's got a bad yeah. attitude though, and he, he I think is just in it for checks now. Yeah, he's like whatever. So what? <laughs> he's still mad about show me the money. Not getting that Oscar for Dreamgirls. Right. He's like show me the money. He was really good in that Dream Girls role. He really did he was. lose to? Uh, I don't know. Was he even nominated? I think, mm, I don't know. I think I have to go to the archives for that one. <laughs> I'll be right back. Can mm, go downstairs we'll right to back. the archives. Um, Supergirl is finally here. Supergirl! Yeah. Did you see it? Yes, did I did. It? I really liked did you it. Love it. I thought I it was really it. good. Why did it take so long? What took so damn long? Yeah. I don't know what did, but I'm glad it's here. And it was just such a fun show to watch. It was smart. It was funny. Um, and I think it's going to be it's gonna be a big hit, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think people are ready for this. And the thing about like CBS is that they, they are good at getting longevity out of their series. I mean, they kind of oh, have like sure. one or two formulas that they stick to. They have like Big Bang. And when they, when they 
like zero in on one thing that's a hit, they like ring the shit out of it. And mm-hmm. so they have like Big Bang and now they have Scorpion, which is like Big Bang serious. They have mm-hmm. like five different CSIs. Now Bow Wow's on TV. So I'm I'm I feel confident about this series being on CBS because I feel like it'll stick around for a while. Yeah, I think it'll it's definitely gonna be here for the long run. And Callista Flockhart is in it and she is really nailing this uh on a Wintour Devil Wears Prada character. Yes. Makad Brooks plays Jimmy Olsen. Black Jimmy Olsen. His, Black Jimmy Olsen. And, you know, of course, like, this is perfect uh, for the, uh, you know, the 45 to 60-year-old um, white female demographic of CBS who loves their kind of um, Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is, this is like a, the late-night Michael Strahan option Right. For, for the ladies, um, yeah, it just it just felt like fun. Yeah, it's fun and like light and young. It kind of feels like a WB series. It um, does kind of feel like a WB series. I like it, especially since and we talked about this before. All of like the DC Comics properties have skewed so dark since Christopher Nolan took over Batman. Everything is so dark. Right. Gotham is so dark. Even the Flash, which is on the W or the CW now, is is young and fun, but it's still kind of dark. The, everything about this mm-hmm. is light and bright and full of color, and she's like like wide eyed and optimistic. It's good. It's good. And you know, I thought that you know there might have been a little bit of trouble just in terms of convincing people to watch another superhero show. But it doesn't, like, you know, when watching it, I didn't have any sort of, like, you know, superhero comic book fatigue in watching it. It felt fresh. Yeah. Um, And I think where it's a smart counterpoint is that there have been, like, exactly zero breakout female superhero movies, which is crazy mm -hmm. because it seems Mm -hmm. like at least half of all new media products are superhero themed or related, um, but there are no, no female ones. So this is right. a great sort of little niche to fit into. Wonder Woman got a false start on the small screen. We'll see how it does next summer on the big screen, but this is a perfect fit, I think. Yeah, most definitely. Yes. Now, if only there can be a Lucy Liu arc on this show, <laughs> I will be happy. Uh, maybe. Is, um, what, what's the edit? Not too busy. Elementary. She's elementary. Still, yes. She's very busy filming elementary. So Yeah, but maybe there'll be a crossover where she's trying to solve a crime. Solve right. a mystery. And she needs and she the help of Supergirl. Supergirl. She's like, we gotta call in the big guns. And she holds mm-hmm. up a giant magnifying glass to her eye. And you zoom in <laughs> and she crosses over into like the superhero realm. Speaking mm-hmm. of Halle Berry getting the Reese Witherspoon treatment. Mm-hmm. It seems like Reese Witherspoon is making schemes of her own. She's teased us with the possibility of a, another Legally Blonde movie, which I would totally yeah. be there for. I guess I'm on board for that, but I feel like this is just indicative of the fact. I yes, okay, I'm, I'm definitely I'm signed up. I've, I've already bought my ticket, but it just sounds like you know she's like, well, she's got to go back to that well because everything else is not really worth panning out for. She did produce Gone Girl, which was fun and great. I really liked that movie, and she was smart not to star in it because Rosalind Pike really did a good good job. I don't think Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. disappeared into that role. Uh, I think that she has strong potential as a producer. Uh, mm-hmm. Her rom-coms haven't really hit in a couple of years. I think a Legally Blonde sequel would be great, especially since... You know, it's a very real possibility that we could be looking at the first female president coming up. Like, yeah, women in politics are going to be a big deal this next year. I think it could be a big hit for her. Yeah. Um, and she's also got her own store now called oh, Dapper right. James, which I don't know if that's making her any money. But I think it is. She just got a big, like, $10 million infusion. It's going from an online property to actual stores. What in yeah. the goopy hell? Exactly. Really? I mean, it didn't. It didn't work out for uh, Blake Lively, but no, it really didn't work out for Blake. Brand Blake. is taking off. Yeah. Speaking of Blake Lively, I saw the uh, trailer for uh, the Deadpool movie that's coming out with her husband uh, Ryan Reynolds, and I think that um, he will finally redeem himself from the disaster that Green Lantern was with this one. It looked like it's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's right up his alley. It's funny, but it's also going to be action-packed. And, uh, yeah, it looks like this may finally revive old Ryan's career. I disagree. 
Oh, why? Because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is not capable of making a movie that people want to see. He's not capable right. of opening a movie. Excuse me, do you remember Blade 3? That was not a Ryan Reynolds movie. Also, oh, Jessica, well, Jessica Biel was in that movie. Oh, and yeah, the two of them right. were like box office poison. Yeah, but, but there was a point where he was like at the top of his game, yeah, right? he was when kind was of that? in like a Bradley Cooper territory. Um, right. But he never really caught on. He was like the Channing Tatum of maybe six years ago. Right. Where he, it seemed like he was in everything. He was in that in, in Sandra Bullock's huge comeback movie, The Proposal. Um, exactly. And he just hasn't been able to leverage that shine into like any sort of sustainable box office heft. Right. Well, I think that this is going to do it for him. He's played too many superheroes. Well, he only played the Green Lantern. He played the Green Lantern. Um, is the Deadpool? Is this was this that like X Men movie? Exactly. So this is kind of like his, okay, his, so they too. finally have gotten around to spinning this off into its own movie. Hmm. You're right. not convinced. Though. I'm not convinced, but yeah, he's a likable guy. So I wish he's him fine. the best. I guess I just don't. I just don't believe in you, Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry. He was in that Helen Mirren movie, the 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 woman in gold. Right, which, what was that? Was that straight to video? Was that a blockbuster release? (laughs) It was kind of a blockbuster video release. Yeah. Nobody nobody saw that. It was Woman in Gold. Yeah, I saw it, actually. Not going to lie. Did you really? How was it? I did. No shame in my game. He was very serious with the side part. I remember that from the trailer. He had spectacles on and a side part, and he was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. He played Star Jones. He played Star Jones, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Woman in Gold, Star Jones biopic. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Kind of fun. Fine, Ryan Reynolds. We'll see. We'll see you at the movies. Rihanna. When is this Rihanna album coming I out? I know. I heard it was supposed to actually come out this past Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the rumors because she's um, she popped up at like some Hollywood Bowl. I think she's starting her promotional tour. Like she's she's gearing up to promote this album that I think is finally going to come out. But she the singles that she's released have been weirdly flat for her. Yeah, um, the album is apparently going to be called Anti. I mean, I guess she's you know being true to the title. Like if, if anything, this album release or like this strategy has been anti. Yeah. Um, also, she just released the like additional footage to the "Bitch Better Have My Money" video, which kind of has like this. Well, it's completely gratuitous and gory and disgusting, and like it's like torture porn. Right. Like, really? Do we really need to see that? Like, is this is this like you know is this the 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 route you're going with this? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, also, because the video. I haven't seen this uh, additional footage, like director's cut version of it, but the version that she did release was already so gratuitous and torture porn. Mm-hmm. And the song itself, bitch better have my money. is like, it's not radio friendly. This video is not video friendly. Where are you going to show this material? It's like, it's, it seems expensive to do a music video that nobody's really, that's not going to get a lot of airplay. Right. Uh, maybe she got a lot of Vivo clicks. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I it seems like this is a misstep for her. Usually her singles are pretty reliable, but that first like Paul McCartney single that she released didn't really go anywhere. And then she released oh, Bitch yeah, that. My Money, which was, I think is a good song. It kind of had to grow on me a little bit, but didn't get a lot of radio play because you know, um, like radio play is about sort of like moms and daughters in their cars together, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely not taking now. us to the dance floor with any of these singles that she's released. I don't know where she's taking us with this. This is just, to the the house of horrors apparently yeah she should release a good girl gone worse or something like that yeah well she's yeah she's the anti everything i think that she's trying to do mm-hmm. her kanye album she's trying to have like a new slaves moment yeah but apparently she just inked a big 25 million dollar samsung deal in which samsung is she's going selling to phones now? <laughs> she's selling cell phones mm-hmm. and beepers She's going to reopen a fleet of circuit cities. At your local T-Mobile stand. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, but I I guess Samsung is going to sponsor uh, the upcoming tour and the release of this album. 
Um, I never understand when they say that, like, you know, when they sign these $25 million sponsorship deals, how much, now if you can put your CPA litigation wig back on, um, can you explain to me exactly how much money is Rihanna making from this deal? Is she, she's not getting $25 million, obviously. This $25 million is going towards the support of the tour and the album. But right. how much of that check is Rihanna getting herself? What do you think? Um, I don't know that she's getting any of that money directly. I think because tours are usually the artist costs. I don't know how much of the um, their record label. I don't know how much of that cost the record label picks up. And so getting this big endorsement, this partnership with Samsung will offset that cost. So the revenue that she ju- does generate from ticket sales, more of that will go into her pocket. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up for me. Because I was like, well... What what is this? Why why is this such a big deal? I'm sure she'll get a free flip phone out of it. She will get a nice fl- flip phone, yeah. and she'll be in the next Adele video, talking, <laughs> being like, "Hello, hello, f love, hello, <laughs> eh eh, my phone don't work." <laughs> Samsung won't like that. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll pull their check. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. Special thanks to BMW251 and Sassy Brown for five-star reviews on iTunes. If you like us, let us know by rating us. If you have a comment, leave one. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes, so be sure to follow and subscribe. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week.